Coordinates Found, the Outdoor Parent Podcast. Hi, it's Jelaine, your host of the Outdoor Parent Podcast. Welcome to part two of our group interview about backyard ice rinks. Listen in as I chat with Steve and Frank to share more on the subject. What is something different that you're doing that you don't see anyone else doing with a backyard rink? It doesn't have to be anything fancy, but maybe a small change or something new that you thought of that is working for you guys. Well, I mean, Steve, Steve's got, he, Steve's got chillers. I mean, that's, that's something that's, that's, that's next level. Okay. I mean, I, I talked to my wife about buying a chiller and she just about shot me dead. Um, so yeah, the, the chillers would be, would, would be something different, but I mean, I don't, I don't see anybody using my, my light poles that I use the, the two inch PVC light poles. Those things are the best things I ever did. I think those, and I use shower drains for the top, for the mount, for the light, water and snow drains out of them. I mean, oh. they're the best things I've, I've ever seen. I see people use two by fours and four by fours and make all these elaborate, elaborate brackets. I mean, mine bolt right to the boards and they're done. Oh, nice. So, yeah. Why don't you explain that? Like just super simple terms. So I can repeat that. <laughs> so I can do the same thing. So it's it, all it is. So my my light poles, I, I, I found, you know, some reasonable LED lights. I think they're 100 watt LED okay. lights from Amazon. And actually, I found them on the Backyard Rink website on Facebook and or a group on Facebook. Okay. And then I just used uh, two inch Schedule 40 PVC piping and actually shower drains. The shower drains glue right to the PVC pipe and then the light actually bolts to the shower drain. So the basically the light's sitting on an open drain hole and then I bolt them right to the side of the boards and then all your water or snow or whatever drains right out the PVC pipe so they don't get clogged with snow or water or freeze or anything. Um, and the Schedule 40 is strong enough to where the wind blows and the, the lights will move, but they won't snap off. They don't break. You can run the cords right down through the center yeah. of the, the light posts and you're okay. good to go. I need to do I. We have solar lights on our rink, which, it, I mean, it works, mm-hmm. but you're not really getting any light from that. It's more the ambiance, no. so we really need to figure out something better uh, to make sure the kids can actually see where the puck is. Yep, and I have, I like, all the cords are hidden, so there's not, you can't see any cords hanging down, you know what I mean? It's all inside the PVC pipe, and it's just, it's a clean way to do it, so it, it it's functional and it works right. So So this year, we actually, so we used to do... Um, with two by four, two by three, um, and then we were going to go a square pipe, um, but there was a shortage this year. So we actually went with, we actually used fence post, uh, fence rail, actually, it's not even fence post, fence rail. So we put two of those together and they come with different types of bracketing. So we put the, the light pole, uh, in the air it has the you know just like a fence so you can bracket it easily to your frame or to your boards or you can make any type of type of thing same thing led lights on top uh, we use the connectors that they use at the end of a fence so that our lights go off of that so you can actually kind of adjust the tilt like i'm sure you probably have a bracket i'm sure he has a bracket that you know has yep. an adjustment for tilt um 
and same thing we put the you know cord down the middle um it's capped on top so we don't have any you know rain or snow going through either um and so we go up uh we go up there like 20 they're like 20 feet so the higher so yeah so we play in the backyard pucks too same thing you want to see the puck i'm i play goalie in the backyard and i like to see the puck too so we have we we have an you can see i bet you could probably see our ring from space it's so it's so lit you know um you can definitely see it from the mass the, the mass pike yeah you, yeah you can same see with it my from house the, yep. you know the road a half a mile away um and so more when the lights when the lights are facing more down you actually get a good you know there's not many shadows especially if you have enough of them we have seven yeah yeah so if you only use like some people put them in the corners and they only use you know eight foot you know two by four which is great i mean you can you know you can see but that light if you're playing goalie you don't (laughs) you don't want that you don't want those lights shining in your eyes yeah mine are only mine are 10 feet i have four they're they're 10 foot on 10 foot posts and I, I have them angled right. I just, you know, I, I set them every time I put the rink up, but there's no dark spots on our rink. And right. you know, we, it doesn't shine in my neighbor's yard. So it's like, it's, it's perfect. It really is. And Hey, another one, fun fact, Alexa actually turns my rink lights on. Just saying. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. Not me. I got to go traipsing through the snow and find this. Extent. <laughs> so yeah, you, you would think with my, with the elaborate setup we have, that um you know all my extension cords would be like in um conduit and yeah no no i eat a i eat a hose or an extension cord of my snowblower at least once a year Uh, you would think i would learn not to do that you know i put all the cords on one side of my rink this year and then i buried the cord so i dug a little trench and i buried the cord going to the rink before the ground froze so that now i can snowblow right over the top of it yeah, super, super smart idea. I, I put conduit down. I didn't, uh, for, for our chillers, because they're, um, you know, they use, you know, pretty decent wire. Um, uh, I put conduit over those so that nothing happens because that could potentially hurt somebody. Um, and this year I'm actually changing where I'm getting the power from for my lights itself. But yeah, no, I'm still out there traipsing through the snow trying to find a core to put the light back on so you know like i should just make it from the yep. house or alexa or <laughs> alexa yep. lights I just, on I did the, thank you that's the that's the best i just say alexa turn the rink lights on she's like okay and then they turn out it's the best thing ever yeah right if you could if you could get alexa to water your rink and put down ice you'd be golden Listen, if I could get Alexa to go out there and shovel, I'd be Alexa. Go shovel. That would be even okay. better, right? Yes. Yeah. Do you guys have any changes for next year? Now that we're talking about stuff that we should probably do, we change we change something all the time, which is a downfall. Yeah, it's 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 so you know, like I'm never satisfied, and I should be, and I'm not, and so we have yeah, um, we have glass. Uh, that I want to get up this year, but you know, they're heavy and it takes time. And now it's late in the year and, um, mm-hmm. shade netting. Uh, I'm definitely going to do some sort of shade netting this year, uh, just to help with the ice conditions here. It's supposed to be a little warm coming up next couple of weeks. Um, okay. and the sun is a big killer for, it's probably the worst thing you can have on a backyard rink is the sun. Um, so trying to get that, more dialed in for next year for sure um 
chopping down. We have a Zamboni, which is not really practical for our backyard ice rink. Um, so I plan on actually cutting it down, making it like a mini. Uh, well, not a mini, but so they, a normal Zamboni weighs about 5,000 pounds. Um, so I'm going to try to take as much weight out of it and maybe take a little bit less uh, width, maybe chop down the conditioners, uh, maybe like. I don't know, a couple feet off or something. So it's smaller, but still, it'll still be a Zamboni, still the same. I'll use all the Zamboni parts and, but just make it so it's lighter and smaller. That's our mm. biggest, that's like our biggest project. Yeah. I'm going to do, I'm probably going to, I'd like, I want to get, I got a bunch of advertising, to, you know, to put on my boards that I, you know, to make it look more, you know, like a, like a hockey rink. And, um, and I got, I have netting that I've had for, I've had netting for, let's see, two years now. Um, and every year I'm like, I'm going to put the net up. I'm going to put the net up. I'm going to put the nets up because my kids are, you know, constantly, you know, pucks are coming off the ice and in my yard and, and right, right after I take the rink down, we have to do puck patrol and walk the yeah. yard because yeah, it's great to find those pucks, with the lawnmower, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. Well, hockey pucks stop my lawnmower dead. Just saying it, it will stop a lawnmower yeah. dead. <laughs> and I speak from experience. <laughs> Yes, I know. <laughs> it usually breaks the key if you're lucky. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, so we have to walk. So I want to put netting up just to keep the pucks in the rink. Um, but, like, again, it's it's mid-season. It's super cold out now. And I just I run out of time. But, you know, I'll get there eventually. <laughs> well, that's what's nice to have something new to look forward to next year, to always be tinkering with it a little bit. And like you said, it. I mean, it gets to be – a never-ending process, which is good and bad, but oh, no. I, I think it's I think it's nice to to keep uh, adjusting things. Well, I think I mean I think Steve will Steve will back me up. It's it's the it's it, you know you're never done. Yes, it's a lot of work. Yes, but it's it's awesome. It, it it just it's the best thing ever. What do you guys think personally? What you're seeing from kids and maybe adults on the rink? What do you see the biggest benefits? personally in your backyard happening with uh, growth either with kids or adults i personally think it's great for the kids um keeps them off technology um they're always willing they're always willing to help uh yep you know it gives them unstructured uh playing time uh gives them a chance to create games kind of like when we were children um you know it doesn't have to be specifically hockey it could be anything i mean uh, you know, push the chair, see who can land it on the red line, or they make up games, whatever they want to play. Um, and the main thing is that they always look forward. They they like always look forward to coming. For our our kids in our neighborhood are like, can we stay overnight? They like, you know, they're up at five o'clock in the morning asking their parents if they can come and you know get on the rink. Um, so it gives them something to look forward to. Gives them. Uh, you don't you don't really have any clicks when when you have that type of thing either. So all the kids are on the ice teaching each other. Um, they learn from each other. They have a ball. Um, you know, I know f we have kids from 10, 15 years ago that are like that was the best time we had over your house. Or you know, people we haven't seen in 10 years because they moved away or something, and they still remember it. Um, there, we have a wall that we put everyone's. Um, basically it's kind of like a height chart right so like if you have a family you would put your you know kid when he's five years old or 10 years old if you live in the same house for a while so everyone that comes over at the rink we put their 
basically their name on a wall and put their height. And two years later, they come back and they're like, I can't believe I was this small when I was here, you know, for the first time. Yeah, so it's kind of, I don't know, it's, it's a tradition, you know, it's very traditional. There are some great traditions that the kids are really involved with on the ice. Like the um, one of the big ones is like a rink seed. So you take a piece of ice from last year's or, or th- say this year's ice, you put it in the freezer. Yep. Granted, it doesn't have yep. to be frozen. You can put it in a jar um, and you add that seed or water ice to your rink when you do the next year. So it's basically a continuing thing. It's kind of, it's almost like a holiday or, 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 a, or a religious event almost, you know, like Christmas or something, you know? Yeah, really. Yeah. yeah it and is, yeah. the kids really, yeah. they look forward to stuff like that, which I think isn't, you know, really important. And they like to invite their friends and maybe someone that hasn't been here. They like to brag about, you know, coming over and this is, you know, this is a great place and I learned how to skate here. I'll teach you how to skate. It's, it's very, uh, it, it's very the kids love it i have to say and it keeps them off social media which is probably the best part of the, the day we don't allow phones on the ice at all so yeah we're we're the same I, mean, I see you know just in just in my kids alone and their friends that come over and you know no one ever has a bad time i think the kids you know have so much more fun out there you know again like i said like i said yesterday it's just more it's it's unstructured time for them just to just to to try things they wouldn't try and just to, to develop, you know, their own style and their own way to play. And, you know, it just, it, have, it just, it's just freedom for them to be able to do that. Freedom. And like, and like you said, Steve, there's no clicks, which I didn't really think of, but it, it's a leveler and everyone's so friendly and I don't know, it, yep. it's real, real connections happening. It, it actually brings people. So if you were in a, so like, you know, middle school, the kids are, you know, kind of in clicks or whatever, mm-hmm. but, and you know, they might be neighbors up the street, but they don't hang out at school. Right. So that you see that a lot in uh, children and they might not be friends, but then they find common ground here and now they're you know, now they're buddies at school and now maybe you have more than one person that's in that click that are now a bigger, bigger click to say, you know what I mean? It it makes it much easier to socialize, I think, um, for kids that might, we have disabled kids. We, you know what I mean? We have everything. It's because well, yeah, everyone has that common ground and everyone's having fun and right. you're outside and it, it is, it's, it's something that everyone can get along and and do no matter what level you're at. So I really love, love that. And I love that they can make up games like you guys were saying. Yeah. So, and well, in, you know, some people, they, they learn, um, you know, we have kids that come over that are, you know, really, really good at hockey and they don't like to, they don't like to lose and that type of thing. And mm-hmm. sometimes they learn, they learn how to lose here. <laughs> mm-hmm. You want to play, you want to play, you got to learn how to lose. It's how it's the way it is. Uh, you got to win and lose. And, uh, some of them, you know, learn that here. It's kind of funny. It's and they, they, they learn they, hockey or you know, hockey is a great. It doesn't even have to be hockey. Just the rink in general is it's life experience and learning life stuff. It really it goes through mm-hmm. life. It's really it really is. You have a a, a bor- uh, the the rink is born and then. The rink dies at the end of the year, too. You know what I mean? <laughs> oh, it's the saddest part. <laughs> it is. It's hard. And we do everything to save it and everything possible. Yep. And it's like, no, it's the, there's an end, there's a beginning, a middle, and an end for sure. Yes, there is. That's, that is, that is definitely true. And it's always, it's always a sad day when, when you're out there and it's literally a pool of water. Yeah. 
And you're like, yeah. Yeah, yeah leaking out the side. It's like, oh. I know. Now, now I got to put this all away. Fantastic. Yeah, yeah. Just to right. add to the injury. It's like, oh, if I wasn't sad enough, now I yeah, have a whole yeah. bunch of work I got to do. Uh, the work is yep. incredible. It's like, oh, my God. I'm not looking. Putting it up is a lot of work. At least you're looking forward yes. to, you know, the upcoming season or upcoming, you know, good times. And taking yep. it down taking it's it, like, oh, take my it down God. So here's a question. How how much time do you guys put in setting up and tearing down? Do you have an average, a rough idea to give people? And I know you guys are obviously much bigger than most people who would be setting up a backyard rink, but give us a rough idea on the grand, grand level, how long it takes to put it up and tear it down. It takes, it takes, I know I've, I've checked, I've done it before. It takes me roughly 40 to 50 hours to put it up between, you know, let, layout boards um you know and then that doesn't include you know putting the liner in and filling that's that's additional time but just getting the boards and the framework up and the lights and the power it's 40 to 50 hours every single year so our our ours is because of chillers and stuff so it's a little more elaborate um we we've had people here six-man crew took us at least four days to uh assemble what we have already and that's like a good six hours a day six people minimum a day that's you know that's your man hour why never mind the, the time that i spend on it um you know like right now i was just working on my uh wiring system for the chillers or whatever and i'll be working on this rink again for till i was out there till two o'clock last night um so yeah, and we're not even skating yet. That's the that's the kicker. So it's hundreds of hours for us. Yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, yeah. My my neighbor. Full disclosure. My neighbor helped me last year pull boards out because I was literally I'm pulling you know four by eight sheets of plywood, three quarter inch plywood out of my out of my uh, my shed, and I'm literally I'm like drenched in sweat. I'm like you know dragging these boards out. I'm like he's like you want a hand? I'm like. <laughs> absolutely <laughs> yeah yeah for sure just to, so we have um just because i i got all new screws this year so we have uh over and this is just to put it up five thousand screws to put my rink up that's not including the that's not including building it that's just to put it up five thousand screws yeah i don't even know what i have i could, I could go I don't even know. I have no idea. I never counted screws. I know there's a lot of bags of them. The... Well, I, just, I just keep putting screws in until until everything's up, and I'm like, good, I'm done. Well, I'll tell you, the only reason I know that is because – so we have uh, screw guns that are correlated, so we, we needed deck screws. So, unfortunately, all the home centers are – there. you can't buy a collated deck screw right now. They're – you know, sitting in the Pacific somewhere or on some ship, right? So it's like, okay, so how many do I have left? I'm like, oh, I only got like, you know, three boxes left. Well, there's, you know, 800 per box. I'm like, we need like 10 more boxes. <laughs> and we can't find 10 boxes. So now we're like, okay, so now we're doing it by hand, which slows things way down. Um, you know, you're pulling a screw out of a bucket and screwing it in by hand. Yep. It's That's what I so do. So much, so much different, so much different than the yep, collated screw. I just, 
One at a time. One at a time. Here we go. Try to get as many as my pockets as I can so I can just keep moving along. Don't have to go back to the bag. So, Yeah. Oh, yeah. The struggle is real. Put it that way. The struggle, it's sure, I bet your hands are like junk at the end of it, too, with all the splinters from oh, the metal absolutely. and all. Oh, God, it's terrible. Oh, yeah. The battle scars, for sure. Totally battle yep. scars. So how often would you say your rinks are being used? Every day. Yeah, once we're up, it's every day. Yeah. So it is worth the time for the people who are maybe feeling a little uh, afraid to put in the work. The kids are out there. Adults are out there constantly i mean whenever there's spare time really right yeah i mean and you don't have to you know i guess the biggest the biggest takeaway that i would say is that if anybody wanted to do one you know you don't have to go to the extremes that you know say steve and myself do you, you can build a a 20 by 40 backyard rink pretty easily and and really you know cheap and have just this this area yeah of course it's 20 by 40 it's not really big and but once you put one up it's going to get bigger every year. It's just, it's what happens Mm -hmm. because you see, you see, you see what happens. You see how, you see how the kids enjoy it. And it's just, it just, it, it's going to become an obsession. That's what, that's what it is. Right. (laughs) So we, we have, um, some years we've put up our rink and every year we've put it up, we've at least had one day. Um, granted, I, I've done, some pretty crazy stuff to make that happen but up all night um manipulating mother nature is not easy to do if it's not cold out um which is why we have chillers in the end uh because it is so labor intensive and but we've spent so back then we had a much more we had a natural rink it would take it would take um maybe about a total of 20 to 30 hours to put up basically by myself and my wife and then we would wait and wait and then you get like maybe two inches of ice and then it would melt and then it would refreeze and then it would snow and you can't get on it now you have slush and we would always end up with at least one day then we've had other years where we've you know had a really a bum liner with holes in it and it's been super cold and we in april we're like there's still you know 10 inches of ice on the rink you know it's like we'll just keep on skating as long as we can uh take the boards down the you know the the ice is still there um every year we have a uh a skating party uh it's usually this year we're a little late so i'm not sure how big it'll be this year but we have a skating party in between um the playoff games for the nfl so the nfc afc championship game and the super bowl there's a bye week there so we every Sunday uh, that Sunday that middle week Sunday, which is actually the NHL All Star Game, we have a skating party, and we have we have hundreds of people come through our door that day. We cook. It takes us forever to get ready to cook and and get all the skates organized. And it's it's uh, people look forward to that all. It's sometimes the only time I see people once a year is there. <laughs> They come over to skate for that one specific party. Having that tradition of something that people can look forward to, I mean, that in itself just makes it worth setting it up and pulling it together because you just brought all these people together. And like you were saying earlier, you have that tradition that people look forward to. So It is. 
It is. It's some. It's sometimes where people only. Some people only see each other that you know might be. Um, we have people from out of state come. Uh, you know, and they get to see their friends. My family's always here, which is like really one of the only times that we always all get together, which is kind of odd, but because everyone's busy holidays and you have other families and Christmas. So everyone just like, oh yeah, it's a skating yep. party. We're going there. Yep. You, need That's to, what's you need to start it and then people will just kind of get used to it and, and keep coming. It will grow every year. It's it. Don't get me wrong. It does get a little out of hand because you, you know, if you're not used to 200 people walking through your door it's like wow okay we got to do this differently this is not you know it's uh it could be a lot and there's ton we we've managed to you know collect a, a a good skate collection over the years um sticks and equipment and we make it fun for the kids we we end up giving prizes out we have a you know like a shooting contest and all sorts of stuff um and the kids, even in July, see if I see them in July, they'll be like, I can't wait for the skating party. It's like, that's like still six months away. But yeah, okay, cool. I can't wait to see you either. <laughs> so my, my wife this year, actually, we're having uh, my older son's entire baseball team over here. She organized an entire day where they're all they're all coming over. Some some kids can skate, some kids can't. Um, you know, they're, they're all coming over here. We're going to we're going to cook out all day and, and have the whole team over. Um, and just have a skating party in February. So it definitely is, it's, it's an awesome thing when you can get everybody together. Yeah, I think I need to start planning something after hearing what you guys are doing. And it could be like any, so I actually have uh, a week from, well, so next Wednesday, Groundhog Day, um, we have the guys that I golf with. I golf with like in a league or whatever, and we're having them over next Wednesday night. And it's, supposed to be like 40 degrees outside and they're like how can you do that i'm like trust me come on over we have ice it's all right we'll be fine so golfers and you know the age range there is from you know 70 years old or whatever 28 years old and um so it brings someone together where we normally only see each other on the golf course each week now in the winter time it's like now they get together and now they get to bring their families because at the golf course, you don't really bring your families. Um, so, yeah, it opens it up to a whole a whole new world of meeting people and just having a good time. And then they tell their friends and they're like, I want to go do that. It's fun. It's a lot of fun. It's tons of fun. And it spreads quick. You'd be surprised. You, you put up a rink in your yard. And next thing you know, you're going to have your neighbors putting one up or across town putting one up. That's contagious. It is. It's, <laughs> that's it a, for sure is. That's a good thing. But speaking of having people over and and having these parties and such, what's do you have any rules like safety rules or anything that you would advise people that would be a good idea to keep kids? I mean, injuries are going to happen, but anything that you have found that's helpful to to keep it on the down, like keep it at minimum. <laughs> I, I just, uh, you know, one of the, the biggest things that I do, and I know it's not a, it's not a, you know, a, you know, a token pond hockey type situation is I, everybody that comes in my backyard has to wear a helmet, like hands down, you're wearing a helmet on the ice. And my son is the, my older son is the biggest dad. I want to wear just my hat. I just want to wear my hat, dad. And I'm like, nope. You're wearing your helmet. You gotta, you gotta have a helmet on the ice. Mm -hmm. That's that's, and then I just, you know, obviously I, I monitor things. So, 
you know, if they're getting too out of control, then they're going to be putting equipment on. But helmet is mandatory, period. Got to have a helmet. Yeah. So for us, we do um, with when we have skating parties, you, we, we can't supply 200 helmets. So there's just no there's, that's just feasibly not, you know, that's just not going to happen. Right. Right. Um, so skating party day, no one has to wear a helmet. Um, I suffer from concussion problems. I've had multiple concussions through hockey and multiple other sports. Um, we don't, we do not mandate a helmet. The kids, I, you know, I encourage it to completely, especially when there's pucks on the ice. Um, when we have an adult game, three on three, like an act, you know, like a legit three on three adult game, then we require, um, bottom half equipment so no one gets their legs snapped off by a snapshot or something and uh and helmets but face you know face shields no um obviously goalies all always wear protection um so and you know and you you can get so i have fallen on my ice from just flooding it like uh so if you've ever done like um like a tote dump or even just with the hose. So ice is so slippery when it is wet, you don't even realize, right? I mean, it's not a matter of if you will fall, it's when you will fall. Mm -hmm. If you ask me, that's the time you should probably have a helmet. That's the most critical time to have a helmet on when you're out there alone (laughs) and no one's around. You know what I mean? Uh, You could be out there for hours. Um, But yeah, no, it is. It's, it's, uh, it's dangerous. I mean, I'm, I'm all for a helmet. I'd rather see someone wearing, not wearing a helmet than wearing an unproperly fitted helmet, which you see all the time. Um, you know, that's right. almost, it's yeah, almost I don't, count- yeah, I don't, yeah, I don't, yeah, it's almost counter. I, I don't provide helmets. Yeah. Right. So I, most of the kids that come over here are, are hockey players. So they have, they have their own helmets. Yeah. And I have a, I have a selection of them in my basement and I never have, you know, there's never 70 kids on my ice. I mean, I had a whole hockey team over here a, a bunch of times, but they, again, they have their own equipment. Um, but like my, you know, my niece was over and she doesn't have a helmet. So, you know, my, one of my kids old helmets fits her and I adjust it for, put it on, make sure it fits correctly, you know, but you know, I just want to make sure that at least I, I do everything in my power to make sure that everybody's okay. Um, you know, just to keep them, yeah, keep them safe. Yeah. You can't prevent. No, yeah, no, no, right. yeah, no. you can't prevent all the injuries, but like, yeah, you just say, well, we, we did our part and yep. it, like both of you guys are saying that there's new kids who really aren't used to the ice. You don't realize how hard you can oh, yeah. fall. So they just don't expect that. And then oh, yeah, crazy. just to have yeah. a helmet around. We encourage helmet wearing like, you know, like we encourage it. We just can't, you know, if 20 kids come over, we have like maybe, I don't know, 10 to 12, and then you're always adjusting them and this and that, and, you know, they don't fit right. And, and I'm like, you know, the helmet doesn't really fit right. And then they're wearing bicycle helmets or, right. Um, actually, I do have to say the skiing helmets are really good. I, I would encourage, That's what if we everyone had one of those, use. I would encourage yeah. that. Yep, Granted, they're they're no, really good. Yep. Yeah, those are excellent helmets. Um, granted, there's no face mask, so you you know you could get your teeth pounded yeah, out by hit, a puck hit or something. Yeah, you still get hit with a puck or, or hit with a stick, something like that. Yeah, right in the eye. Uh, you know, but usually you kind of know who's out yep, there, and exactly. Um, you know, you kind of you kind of curtail the games to what's you know who's on the ice or what's going on the ice. You know what I mean? So. That that's a good point. Yeah, I, if I know a certain group of kids are coming over, then I, they all are wearing helmets. Right, right, <laughs> and right. It, it, right. <laughs> you ju- you just learn 
which groups need right. a little extra yeah. protection. Right, right. <laughs> I mean, we have uh, we have a grandson that's two years old, and yeah, he's you know he's out there with no helmet on, but we're also like right yeah. there. He's not going to fall down, and you know exactly. nothing bad's going to. We're not playing a hockey game while he's on the ice. You know what I mean? So. Mm-hmm. Um, Plus, I mean, there's so many other injuries that could happen. It's, but I do agree. Like, I suffer from concussion problems. I I encourage a helmet if you can. If if you have one, wear it. If you don't want to wear one, then uh, you know it's it is what it is. But you know, don't come crying to me when you when you get knocked out. <laughs> you know. And you do learn pretty fast uh, when you're on the ice, and some at some point the kids really have to just know their own boundaries. Yeah. Well, well, on the on the on the backyard rink too, it's like, well, I know how to skate, so I don't really need a helmet. It's like, yeah, backyard rink. It's like, kind of. It's. I mean, granted, with chillers, it's a different story because it's more consistent. But, you know, when we had natural rink, you know, cracks form and open up and whatnot, and you can catch an edge quick. I mean, mm-hmm. it's in it, you're down like in a second. You don't even realize it. You know, um, it it does happen. I mean, accidents happen all the time, unfortunately. But and I agree, wearing a helmet's a smart thing to do, but. We try to curtail it to what's going on, for sure. Exactly. Yep, that's a good point. Um, Okay, so I think I only have two more questions for you guys. One, we touched on this a little bit when you're talking about kids uh, making up their own games and the freedoms, but what is, besides hockey, what is a fun game that kids or families could play on the ice uh, that maybe they haven't thought of before that you've seen kids having fun with obviously tag uh curling broom hockey boot hockey um which is not, you know I, I guess that's kind of on the on the realm of hockey itself um seeing how far they can slide you can play you can pretty much play any sport on an ice surface so like we yeah, haven't done can. basketball or anything like that like but you i suppose you could you know what i mean like well you i would could, definitely yeah, recommend yeah. wearing a helmet if you're doing that you know what i mean right? yeah um you know you could play baseball you could play anything football you could play any sport on ice and it changes the whole dynamic of of um the game so baseball on ice is different totally different wiffle ball even so you don't have to worry about someone getting clocked off the head or windows with a baseball because it's so small. Um, so basically, any game that you can play out. Uh, I've seen um, what's that? What's that spike ball? I've never played it myself. They have a. Uh, it's it's kind of like a trampoline that you bounce a ball off of. I've never. I've seen it. Yeah, I've yeah, seen yeah, actually yeah, yeah. a few people do that. Um, I'm not sure the name of the game, but pretty much any any game cornhole you can play. Um, which is kind of like curling, but only, you know, obviously a little different because you slide and stuff. Yeah, so you can play any game that you play normally. Um, again, tag, if you're, wearing, if you're playing tag, wear a helmet. Um, shuffleboard, right? Badminton, volleyball, right? Yeah. That any, would be, badminton would be hilarious. Wouldn't it? I don't know if you'd actually have a, unless you're really good, you wouldn't have much of a rally, right? It'd be like no, a spike. I have it. no idea. That would be, can you imagine tennis? Tennis would be, tennis would be interesting. I got to tell you. Yeah. Talk about, talk about edge, talk, talk about an edge work drill. Tennis would be ridiculous. You could play Marco Polo too. That's always a good one. <laughs> yeah exactly well i mean you know what i mean it's like it's kind of cool it's you yeah. know obviously you don't can't go underwater but it's if you have a big enough ice surface you could and you have you know full boards you could do that i mean obviously i wouldn't recommend that with uh, you know shorter boards 
there's one thing about the shorter board. So especially if you're playing like a game like Marco Polo, where people go over it. So I see a lot of people, I try to stress this in the group as much as I possibly can. So some people use rebar to put their boards in and or secure their sticks yeah, that are no, in the ground. No good. They, let me tell you. Yeah. So if, if there's anything that I could give for a safety advice um, that could get across the whole backyard world is anyone that uses rebar they do make a cap it's an osha cap they call it i believe um and it's in case you fall you don't get impaled by the rebar um yeah it's you know do everything you can so that you don't have any and even wooden stakes i mean think about a wooden stake could be you know just as dangerous but rebar for sure um if you were to fall even with a helmet on yeah my kids they'll actually they'll actually have friends over and if we have enough snow i mean obviously right now we we don't but last year so i have you know four foot boards in the corners and then two foot two foot boards down the sides the snow was literally over the top of my two foot boards so we had about you know three feet of snow i'd say and it gets hard packed and the kids will actually go out and they'll play tag and knock themselves, knock each other out of the rink into the, into the snowbank. So they, they love having fun like that, but I, you know, I don't have any rebar or anything like that hanging out. So they can just blow right out there if they wanted to. It's not a big deal, but yeah, it's definitely, that's a good one, Steve. Right. That's a good one. That and the other thing too, is if you do make your um, rink by scratch, like we do with screws and that type of thing, I always, every day, um, before anyone gets on my ice, I check to make sure that uh, all the screws are sunken in. Because sometimes with the cold weather, they can, um, depending on the screws, quality of screws, sometimes we've run through a bad batch that they pop out and then stick out. Um, and if you, you know, going along the side of the board, if you fall on the side of the board, you could rip your whatever hand or face off or what, you know. One more question for you guys, and it can be, you can either answer both ways or uh, one way, but what was the best piece of advice you were given? Or maybe something you wish someone told you. I wish, I wish someone told me that, um, building a rink would make me as happy as it does because it's just, I would have built a rink, you know, 10 years ago. Um, you know, I had no idea going into it that, that I would get as much enjoyment, uh, you know, seeing the kids skate in the backyard and seeing how they get, you know, they develop and making the rink bigger and then having them be able to skate faster and further. And it, it just, it's just, it's been a, such a, a great thing for us here. And, you know, like I said, I, I wish I did it when they were, you know, learn how to walk, put it that way. So, um, yeah, that's, you know, that's, that's where I'm at with it. I mean, as far as like, uh, um, having something that that's really I could tell people starting out, build it, just build a rink, um, let mother nature do its thing. Don't, don't get overcomplicated and mess with it too much. Um, and just enjoy every second of it. I would, I would have to say, so when I started doing this, I've, I've been building rinks when I was a kid. Um, we'd find any piece of pond or any surface of water we could get our hands on, um, and try to try to skate on it or make it better. Uh, obviously, you know, as kids, you don't have any money. So you become innovative, use, logs as a backstop or something to for for pucks um now there's uh with with the rink group there's so much good information 
um, to help people now. Like obviously, even when we were when we came here to this house, um, there was not anywhere to go and find the information. So now at least you have a place to get information um, from people that have experience. So from a point of view that what someone told me like oh you can't do that well no you, you can do pretty much whatever you want you're going to learn the hard way sometimes but don't be afraid to try different things different approaches because sometimes what works in my backyard won't work in your backyard even if you're a half mile up the street um the the best advice too i i i 100 agree you just gotta you gotta build it and you learn from your mistakes and just you got to uh you, you definitely you definitely need to be dedicated that's for mm -hmm. sure and if you stay with it it gets easier it the longer you stay with it the easier it gets and the more fun you will have and your kids will remember this for their lifetime that's like that's the best that's the best part these kids that you that or people that come to your house will remember this 40 50 years from now they will not forget it that's the best so that's the best part basically just just start somewhere build it and you won't regret start it start somewhere <laughs> yes the the one the, the, the one actually the here okay so here's the one major thing that everyone should know that if you're going to start a build a backyard rink you want to know your slope so what is slope slope is the angle of your yard now, your yard may look flat but it's not i can guarantee you it's not um, that is the number one issue that we have in the group at the beginning of the year um, people like well my yard's flat i want to put up a rink it's you know i can put a 20 by 40. it's like okay no problem so what's your slope they're like what's that it's the difference in elevation from one side of your rink to the other in basically four different ways so you have you know the width could be you, you could have eight inches going away from your home and then you could have eight inches from one side of your yard to your neighbor's yard the other way so there's basically two different measurements there almost um and every yard is sloped there's very even tennis courts are sloped um we have a, a guy in the group that he went to put a rink on yeah. the tennis court, didn't check the slope beforehand. It was a refrigerated system. And he was like, it was eight inches off. I'm like, a tennis court was eight inches off? How is that possible? Like, a tennis court looks perfectly flat. No, no, it was not. It was eight inches. That's how much slope was in a tennis court. So, like, your driveway has, you know, you don't, it may look flat, but it's not really. Cause so, if you look at the water going down your, your driveway when it's raining out, unless you live on an obvious you know hill or something um that's the that's the number one thing that everyone that wants to do a rink needs to realize that and then you need to find what system is best fitted for your needs and usually that ends up people doing major landscape construction and flattening the yard <laughs> <laughs> that's what that's what usually happens. Well, it's one way to deal with the problem. <laughs> well, it's the it's almost the easy. It it really is. Well, water pressure is. Uh, if you have your slope, well, so you'll actually find out. A lot of people actually have the land sloped towards their house, which really should never be hmm. that way. But um, sometimes you do see that, and people put rinks in their yard and just you know the the yard is sloped towards their home well if you have a two foot say a two foot difference and that's two feet of water that could be 
you know, going against your house, say, if you have a basement, you don't, you know, if you have a blowout or something yeah. bad happens, that's a lot of, that's a lot of water for sure. So that's the most, that's the most main thing is slope to get started and then find the right, the right system, the right idea for your yard. And then you'll be, start small and yeah, it'll, it'll get bigger as you go along for sure. There's no, no way around that. Well, perfect. I hope a lot of people just take the jump and try it after listening to this. And I thank you guys so much for sitting down and talking. It's tons of fun. And thank you for having us. Absolutely. Thank you very much. That's it for part two of our group interview. I had such a great time talking to Frank and Steve. It's so inspiring hearing their stories. And my wish is that you enjoyed your time with us as well. Till next time.